Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hello, moles. It is Kate here letting you know Nellie and I are having a little break from trawling the internet for the best memes and dating profiles. But we do have a summer series to get you through till Christmas. We have some new content and some of the absolute perler content from the last six months for you to enjoy. We would love it if you'd still give us five stars and even pop a review up. You can follow us on the socials, links in the good old show notes. We hope you have an ace summer and maybe even manage some new bright and shinies. If so, let us know. Thanks for being the best podcast audience ever. We love your guts. Before we get started, though, we wanted to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we'd like to acknowledge elders past, present and emerging and remember that they were the original storytellers on this land. Also, we need to give you a gentle... or not so gentle... ...warning about language and content... Both of which are basically the interesting things in life, but you might not want any kids in the vicinity to hear. Look, basically, if you're offended by swearing and adult content, yes, we do mention orgasms and masturbation <laughs> regularly, then we have three words for you. Off, Off your fuck! single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Oh, we've got a listener call, and this is from one of my favourite people. So some of you will know Dr. Steve Allen. He is um, a psychiatrist, but he I met him working on the ABC. So I was hosting the evenings program and he was a regular guest and he'd Mm. come on and talk about mental health issues. He's an author. He wrote a book called Mental with um, comedian Catherine Devney. So he does the sort of medical side of things and she does the sort of funny layperson side. Um, He had a show on Triple R. He's a sort of, you know, media personality as well as, you know, practicing psychiatrist. And he became single, I think he was in his 40s, he's now in his late 50s and he's done a lot of dating. Right. So I asked him to send us in. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but let's have a listen. Hey Nellie, and nice to meet you Kate. Hi. I love your podcast. I'm learning lots. I've lived lots. 
I especially love all the stuff around the house. I had to learn so much when I first got divorced yes. and I still can't put a doona on without screams of frustration. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And I made lots of mistakes too. In fact, I introduced a woman once to my young son without telling my ex-wife first. Ooh, okay. I didn't really realise that error until you guys pointed out. Anyway, on to dates. Sorry, Steve. I really don't have a best or worst. My approach to online dating was largely about a dozen texts and then an afternoon coffee to see if there was a spark and from there either dinner or a polite no thanks. So instead of best or worst or ideal dates, I'm going to tell you my most bizarre, probably my favourite date. Okay. And for the record, I did clear this with the woman concerned before (laughs) uh, sharing it on your podcast. Anyway, in the online dating world, I put that I was a doctor on my profile. I tried for about six months without mentioning my profession, but averaged about bugger all dates (laughs) and uh, found out that uh, short, middle-aged, balding blokes aren't that desirable. (laughs) So I added but that I was a doctor working in mental health and bingo, I started yeah, getting boom. some matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did feel a house. little bit guilty leveraging my profession, but <laughs> oh, hey, right. it's no. either that or sitting alone watching Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, Alex, of course, it. the catch is that uh, nearly everyone wants some medical or mental health advice yes. either for themselves or a family member. Yes. But I don't really Tricky. mind because I love talking shop, and especially mental health shop. Yeah. So, anyway, I met this woman who I thought was gorgeous and had a personality to match. I was going overseas the next day, so we started texting but couldn't meet for some time. Um, The texting turned into video phone calls and the attraction was strong. Now, but she then told me a very, very difficult story. She told me about a really hard previous relationship um, where she was convinced that she had caught HIV from her ex-partner's high-risk behaviours. Wow. She was pretty sure that she was probably advanced in her illness and she'd lost weight and she was petrified about getting a test. She was convinced she was seriously ill and she knew she needed to act, especially as she had three kids and sole custody and she knew she needed some sort of plan, but she just couldn't face the testing and the uh, potential results. I get that. Anyway, on many conversations, I reassured her that her chances were very low. She lived in a low-risk area, but she was just too scared to get the testing. And Mm. in the end, I offered to organise the testing for her and take her along. Oh, Anyway, she was travelling at the time, and so we agreed to meet in Bali. We had just two days crossover because she had to go on to her next destination. And by this time, we were talking a couple of times a day and I was smitten. Um, But this was our first real-life meeting, our first actual date. Anyway, she met me at the airport when my plane landed at about 9am. We had a very nervous coffee in the nearby cafe. It was strained. She was too nervous to talk much. Um, Then we went straight to the clinic where I'd booked an appointment and I'd done the research and did reliable testing and gave same-day results. They took her blood. Uh, We had about a two-hour wait where we went to another cafe. We made more small talk, me trying to reassure her. She was crying intermittently. She was convinced that she was going to find out bad news. Um, I was fairly, fairly certain that she wasn't. But anyway, um, she was wondering how she was going to manage the news, especially with her three kids. It was very stressful. Then the result finally came and, of course, she turned out to be negative. Needless to say, she was super happy and um, we went out to lunch. Then we went to a romantic cliff-top dinner. We spent the next two days together and uh, we've been together now for about three years and along with the three kids, we're moving to Bali soon. Oh, that's my best day. That's an amazing story. Because what a story. To trust someone with that. Wow. That's huge. 
Oh my God. I mean, that is, there's so many things in that. One thing I'll say, because I know Steve, yep. like he is, and you're this sort of person too, not just because he's a psychiatrist. Some people are just, this, you just tell people shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like yeah. even when I didn't know him well, I would ring him and go, Steve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of, he, you yeah. just trust him. He's just yeah. got that kind of vibe. Yeah. But for someone you met online, that, that you've you want never to met date. in real life that you want to date. You tell him you think you're dying. You or tell him you think you've got HIV. Condition. You tell yeah. him you've got a sexually transmitted infection potentially. Yes. yes. That, that is person flawed. then says, okay, let's deal with it. And I've heard some interesting first dates. That but to takes go the cake. to the HIV <laughs> testing clinic. <laughs> How much would you be bloody bonded to Steve for the rest of your life? And you know what? They got out of the way really quickly that he can handle shit. Totally. That's that's just a given now. Yes. This guy's not going to bail. Yeah. He can handle shit. He's meeting me on my holiday. Yes. And on his holiday. Yes. I mean, that's an incredible story. I think it's really, it's so fascinating because, you know, when we when he started the call, he's clearly had a strategy because I know Steve did a lot of online dating. Yeah. So he wasn't going to muck around. No pen pals. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah. going to text yeah. for, you yeah. know, 10 weeks. Yep. But clearly something about this woman got him. Yeah. And in fact, they did become pen pals. Yes, Because they, they were obviously did. texting and video calling a couple of times a day. Yeah. And then there's this massive disclosure. Yeah, huge. Then they meet in real life and it's fucking awkward. Yes. By his own admission. Yes. Like they can barely talk. She's so nervous they can barely talk to each other. She's they're, crying. Then they're in a clinic. <laughs> Flash forward 12 hours later, they're on a bloody sexy dinner on a cliff top. How weird is life? Gosh, the emotions that they must have both felt. Wow. And now they're moving they're together moving to, to Bali. Bali. That sounds like you're living the dream. And she's got three kids. I'd love to know how old her kids are. Yeah. They're all going to Bali. They're all going to live in Bali. Wow. And look, Stevie, I can't remember exactly how old Stevie is, but if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, maybe 56, 7, 8, okay. that kind of age. Yep. So again, for people listening, because we keep getting letters from people who basically go, oh, you know, I'm 48, I'm too old. No, no you're not. No, 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 no. No, no you're no, not, no, mate. No, no. Like they could be just around the corner. They could be five years off. They could be ten years off. Yeah, you're not they could too be twenty old. years off. Yeah, I mean, if you're into don't, it, they're not. You're not too old. People who are in happy relationships don't just suddenly go. Oh, I'm forty eight, separate bedrooms, and uh, we'll yeah. just be mates now. Yeah. No, so <laughs> that's why right. you think that. Yeah. How do you reckon you'd handle a disclosure that big? Ooh. I don't think I'd be freaked out. No. No. Like I think if I really liked that person. Because at that point, you are either going to, you know, try and take it further or you're going to be friends. So yeah, he obviously liked her enough to support her through no matter what that outcome was. And he was smitten. Yeah, he was smitten. So and maybe he, his and common he thought, sense went out the window. You don't have HIV. No. And that's the other thing I'd say. I mean, I know Steve's worked in infectious diseases yeah. and he knows yeah, HIV. Like so, I mean, he'd have a better sense of risk yes. than what we have. But, I mean, um, you never know. You never know, but I also think um, for me, if I got that disclosure, I think it'd be very different if you got it on the first date. Oh, yeah. And I mean, when I say first date, they obviously had it on the first date, but I yeah. mean within a couple no, of no. days of talking to each other, I'd think no boundaries. Yes, but obviously she had shared 
this is why I have trauma over past relationships because I couldn't trust the person I was with before. Totally. And I'm scared that he's given me a sexually transmitted disease. Well, and also you want to follow her in that situation. I'd want to find out, are you going to fuck off if I have got HIV? Yeah, that's right. Or is even this conversation freaking you out? Yeah. Because whether I've got HIV or not, we still have to deal with the fact that my last partner was a cheater. Yes. So, But I would say pick your moments, and she obviously did. Like it's not something I'd disclose immediately. No. Not because there's anything wrong with it, but because it's too much too soon. Yeah. But obviously once they got to know each other a bit and she could trust him. It's a beautiful story. It is a really beautiful. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Dr. Steve. He's from Sonia. Morning, Nellie and Kate. I was just watching the Today Show and I saw you talking about your podcast. Oh. Looks fabulous. I have now, um, I've followed, I'm following it and I can't wait to hear all the episodes. Oh. I'm 54 and I've been single for five years. Marriage exploded and I have many, many crazy dating experiences Hilarious. Send them in. A lot of listeners out there do too. So can't wait to start listening to all the podcasts. Bye. Oh, thanks, Sonia. Thank you. Short and sweet. Yeah. Saw us on the telly. Yeah. Decided to get on board. But my first question is exploded is an interesting description of a marriage ending. I don't know if you want to share what happened, Sonia, but (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm here for it if yeah. you're comfortable telling us. Yeah. And, and the dating stories. The dating let us stories. know. Let us know. We'd like another um, speak pipe from you, please, yes. Sonia. <laughs> All right. And now Trudy. Hi, Nellie and Kate. It's Hi. Trudy here. I've just started listening to your podcast. Hi, I love it. I'm 55 and um, currently single. I've had several um, relationships that haven't worked, but. I also believe that they've been successful. They've yes. made me who I am. Mm. Yes. I've got three fabulous children mm. and I would love some help to mm. get dating. Okay. So I'm going to um, see if you help. girls can help me oh, yeah. on some of those dating apps. Mm. So I'll send some info. Keep on doing the good stuff. Love it. Ah, thank you, Trudy. Yeah. And we are here for it. We are. Yeah. Look, I told, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nothing more I love doing than giving advice about a topic I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> Having never been on a dating app, I'm your gal. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say, because we're getting a lot more requests, for mm. I could be a full-time dating app writer yeah, yeah. at the moment, which I'm more than happy to do, but you do actually have to send me some information. Yes, <laughs> like yes. Some of you are sending, oh, hi, my name's Trudy, I'm 54 and I want to be on a dating app. That's yeah, not enough that... to work with, right? Look, we can make shit up, but it yeah. might not work. <laughs> Write me a bio, send me a couple of pictures, and then I will zhuzh it up for you. But thank you, Trudy. So glad you're listening. And um, if we are the impetus for you to yeah. get back in the game, we're bloody thrilled. Yep, we really are. All right, Kay, what have you got to say? Hello, you moles. <laughs> I live in Melbourne. And I am also very, very good at relationships. I'm so good, in fact, that I've been married three times. Oh, yeah, you're very good. There. Yeah. <laughs> After my last marriage ended disastrously, I was left broken, oh. heartbroken. I couldn't move because of the grief oh, some days. Mm. But I decided that what I really wanted to do was something I'd never done before and that was have some sexual adventures Ooh. in what I lovingly call my slut phase. Um, that was fun for a little while and then pandemic hit. Um, and so I found myself in friends with benefits according yeah. to pandemic rules. Yes. We were nice. intimate partners. Yes. Mm. This man was gorgeous. Gorgeous to look at, gorgeous on the inside. The sex was 
fucking amazing. Okay. And I ended it because I caught feelings and I did not want to be heartbroken again. Unbeknownst to me, for the next two years, he had feelings for me as well. Oh, this is going to be a happy ending. And then about five months ago, he messaged me. He didn't. And we are now together. For a few months now. Love each other very much. And... You know, as much as we feel that there's no good men out there, maybe it's because the good men, quite often, they're not always on the apps. Yes. Mm. I meet a lot of men in my profession. I'm a gardener. Um, Mm. I meet them at the tip. I meet them in the bunnies. (laughs) You would. I I meet them on jobs. There's a lot of 50-year-old wrinkly, soft-bodied men out there who are gorgeous. Yeah. Who are shy, like me. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and once I started rocking my own thick body and yeah. being comfortable with myself inside after being single, I found love, Aww. corny, but I did. I love Okay. It. Look, I second the tip because I probably went <laughs> once every three weeks with work. I've had the best chats there, best chats. <laughs> I just love the idea. So I listened to this podcast called Single Love Us and these women said, go to the tip. There'll be a cube of women. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I've had great banter at the tip. And Look, also I'm a good backwards driver. So when I back yeah. that truck in, yeah. you get a little bit of respect. Yeah, you're a snow bunny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, go Look, to the tip. There's Stinks. something to be said for going to a target-rich environment. There is. Right? Bunnings and also. There are men mm. at Bunnings. There are. There are men at the tip. Lesbians there are men. at those places <laughs> too, a lot if of that's your, uh, yeah, market. There I don't are know. men on hiking groups yes like where do you find the dudes yeah i actually think like Kay. i mean even though we're joking about it there's some truth in what she's saying i think she's right because i think we do keep hearing about this um sort of lack of straight middle-aged men on the dating on the dating apps Mm. unless they're being you know sometimes not always sometimes sort of sleazy or whatever yeah yeah but maybe those guys aren't on the apps. Maybe they're not. They're maybe too busy building decks and stuff. You've got to find, you know. <laughs> you've got to find them in the power tool yeah, section. Yeah, go down the tool aisle. But like, in all and maybe ask though, them a question because in my experience, they do like to give a bit of advice. All right. So this was going to be my question. Mm. Like how do you, because if I was listening and particularly if I was shy, which Kate said, mm. said she is, mm. How do you go up to a guy at Bunnings and go, can I have your number? No, you don't. You just be like. So what do you do? Oh, look, I was trying to decide between the Ryobi and the, I don't know, another brand. Um, <laughs> you know, what do you think? And they'll be like, oh, listen, love. And then we started chatting. You started talking like a stupid teenage <laughs> oh, girl. Then. Oh, well, I'm trying to, because th- I, I was trying to think of the other name for a Ryobi. <laughs> but I think you can ask a question. Yeah, you can. You hmm. can. You can ask a question. Which sandpaper sounds better. Can you help me with this? Yeah. Or... If, you, if, you, if they look like they know what they're doing. Or maybe you can offer to help them. Yeah, maybe you can. If you've got mad skills. Yeah, I yeah. don't, but you might. Yeah, yeah. Paint colours. I'm good at choosing paint, paint colours. Nice. Yep. You know. So Just... what do you do? You look for the you look for the wedding ring or the absence of? 
definitely the absence of, but sometimes tradies don't wear wedding rings. You just have to take a punt. You just have to have a go. Because if they're cockheads, they'll yeah. flirt with you anyway. Yeah. And then you can rule it out once you know they're married. Then you can work out the sitch. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I love about Kay, so she's talking about friends with benefits. So FWB, mm-hmm. if you see that right. on the dating FWB, apps, friends FWB, with benefits. Yep. That basically means your friends that have sex. Yeah. So there's no expectations that you won't have sex with anyone else, that you'll be in a relationship, yep. whatever, but you're friendly. Yep. Um, but in a sexual relationship. But she used a phrase, I quoted Dan Savage before, that I think he coined, which is feelings. I caught feelings. And I think that would happen to me, if I'm honest. Oh, I think it happens to lots of people. Yeah. What do you think about the fact that she went, oh, I've caught feelings, I'm out? I really back it because mm. I think your heart would say, I'm going to try and stay and make him catch feelings too. Yeah, and yeah. so you were, that's a big move. Yeah. And worked out in the end. Yes. She didn't, you know, it's, but. Yeah. Do you I think, think Kay should have said to him, look, I've caught feelings, so I'm out, in case he also went, but I've caught feelings. But she said she just didn't want to be heartbroken again, so maybe she, she wasn't in the again. right spot. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, like two years later or however long she said it was, yeah, yeah. she's in the right place. So she did it all right. She did it all right. Hey, Great job, Kay. Five stars, bravo. Yep. Gold star, gold mole sticker. Oh, and keep us informed. Yeah, we're, I'm interested. And if Faye. anyone meets someone at the tip, God, yeah, I'd please love that let story. us know. <laughs> Hi, Nellie and Kate. My name's Beck. Hi, Hi, Beck. I'm 52 and I separated from my husband of 25 years last year. And I just wanted to ring up and say, well, to speak pipe you and say thanks for your podcast, but also thanks for the hilarious live show today. I've just got home. And I booked to come with a friend who unfortunately got flooded into Footscray and couldn't leave, so she couldn't come. But I decided to do a bright and shiny and come on my own. Yes, you did. And I arrived and felt very welcome as soon as I arrived. Yes. And I found a table that had some spare chairs and mm-hmm. I asked the ladies there if they minded if I joined them. And by the end of the show, we were all exchanging names yes. and we had a great day together. And I feel like I've made four new friends. Oh. Just a, a gorgeous afternoon. I felt a little bit emotional at times. Mm. I, I felt a lot of love in the room, a lot mm. of shared experience. Mm. And I felt part of a community, which is really nice because I think part of what you lose when you separate from a family is that sense of place in the world that you have where you're in a family and everyone knows Mm. where you belong. Mm. And then when you're not in that family anymore, there's Mm. sort of a bit of a shifting of Mm. your relationships all over the place. Mm. And I don't think I'd really realised that until Mm. today. Mm. Um, And, yeah, I just love the conversations I had with the beautiful ladies I met and... I don't know why I'm calling them ladies. That's not a word I've ever used in my life. Uh, but I don't know. It was just a really yeah. gorgeous afternoon. It and was. I feel very bright and shiny. Aww. And thank you both so much for the amazing community you've created and the truly fucking hilarious pod that you had. I mean, I seriously <laughs> wet my pants laughing constantly. It is so funny Aww. and so real and so exactly reflects what I'm going through at the moment. Mm. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I have a very, you know, um, mutually um, amicable kind of separation and my family Mm. is still pretty intact. Mm -hmm. And I'm aware that not everyone has that. Mm -mm. And I think that the service you provide is amazing. So, yeah, thank you and can't wait for the next episode. All right. Listener letters. Would you like to go? You'd love to read. Hey, Nellie and Kate. 
You and Kate get some beautiful fan mail, yet more proof of the power of women. I can't match those beautiful letters, but I do want to say, as I've said to several friends, your show is not just for single peeps, Mm -hmm. but also for people like me in a relationship who want to keep thinking about their relationships, what they value in them and what they don't. Mm. Your recent discussion on neurodivergent kids, I have one of those, was another good example. It made me think, where is it in my relationship with my son that both Mm. he and I feel most nourished and connected? There is something about questioning social convention Mm. and letting go of it that brings us together. It's as if you're saying to your kid, I value you more than I value what others think of me mm-hmm. or even what I think of me. Mm. So true. That's a great sentence. I've, if I wasn't podcasting, I'd pause to yes. let it sink in. There is something really nourishing about your show and God knows women need nourishment. Bless you two gorgeous peeps for having the guts and honesty to do it and to keep on doing it. I can't imagine how tough this must have been at times, but fuck you two are funny. (laughs) (laughs) I almost drive off the Hume Highway listening to your podcast. I was laughing so much. Big, metaphorical, highly appropriate hugs to you both. Ah, from G. Thank Thank you you. very much. You know what? That's a really good... I think because you and I are both in that neurodivergent Mm. space, like we forget how important it is to literally sit down and question social norms. Yeah, we do. Because we've kind of had to do it for a long time. A long time. And shed that. It was interesting. I gave a – I did a um, carer's um, talk. Yes. Yeah, a speaker this week. Um, It's been carer's week, the week after you're listening to this or before. But anyway, it's been carer's week and I did a talk. And this amazing woman said, I have three children who um, have autism mm. and I spend all of my life saying to them, you be who you are, I am mm. so proud of you. And yet she said that when she goes out somewhere, she's not proud of herself. Oh, you know, darling. and I was like, yeah, yeah. we, need to, yeah, we yeah. need to own it too. Actually, and, and to model it. Yes, that's right. That's the thing. So she said, I'm always saying it. Yeah. And then when I'm with my sister or my, mm. I'm like, I'm not as good a mum as her. Mm. I'm not, a, you know. Mm. I, and she also was single, mm. you know, and I thought, yeah, that's right. You I know need what? To if you it. grow up around your kids going, oh, God, I look fat. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, my skin's terrible. I hate oh, my hair. Oh, my hair's yeah. awful. Yeah. They look at my stretch marks, da, 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 and then say to them, it's on the inside of what counts. What do you think they're going to learn, <laughs> you know? And yeah. one blessed thing about neurodivergent kids is that you have to fucking face that full on. Oh, yeah. And go, do I care more about... How this person reads yes. you or your feelings. Yeah, that's right. Oh, your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so my feelings matter mm, too. Mm. You know, like I've got to show you that. Yeah, that's right. So thank you yeah, for that letter. Really, letter. Really, really appreciate it. Mm. All right. Hello, lovelies. I was so touched that you'd play my mm. call from a while back. I was encouraged by your comments and it mm. has definitely boosted my confidence. Oh, this is Luke. Oh, Luke. Luke. He's in his profile in. Yes. In episode 28... 36 minutes in, some nice sounding lady said she liked the sound of me. I don't think you mentioned her name or where she's from, but I'd love to say hi if you could put us in touch. This would be amazing. Still early days for me, but I like your approach of if nothing else, I can have a nice adult conversation with this person on a date he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine if you give her my number or email and I swear not to send her any photos of dead fish. Oh, Thanks, Luke. So Luke was in Canberra. Yes, and That's I think Canberra this, this woman was in Canberra as well. Yes. So you might have to both, whoever you are, darling, you yeah. might have to send us another message. Look, a couple of options. We can't hook you up. No. Like for a range of ethical and but legal reasons. But surely you can find each other if you're both. But if you're both on the apps. Yeah. But also I'm thinking 
If you end up on our socials pages and you happen yeah. to find each other, that's nothing to do with us. Or you just put in your bio, I love the sing- I love S-L-O-U. And then um, other yes. people can go. Like they, a little keyword. Yeah, so they, they listen to Single Life of Us too. They yeah. must be, maybe this is my person. Can you, look, just saying, Luke, if you come to a live show, yeah. it'll be like seagulls on a uh, fucking ship. Listen, Luke, I can't <laughs> even tell you. There was one single guy, wasn't there? One, one heterosexual out of male. 300 yeah. people. So He got a lot of looks. He got a lot of looks. He got a lot of eyebrow raises. I think... Um, Aaron, our favourite stepdad, actually set his friend up who wasn't even there on a date. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I think so. Oh, fantastic. So, look, if I would, Luke, that's what I would do. Come to Melbourne, Luke. Come to Melbourne. You can see the Maya Christmas Have a windows. night in Melbourne. Have a little weekend. You can do a bright and shiny. You can. Just wear a Christmas hat and we'll know who you are. And God knows we'll point you out. <laughs> we will point you out. All right. And one more quick letter. Hi, Moles. Just sitting in my car listening to a few more minutes of today's episode before I head into work and I needed to tell you, after the listener said she had your voices switched and had to retrain her brain. Oh, yeah, that was funny. I imagine Nellie looked like Kitty Flanagan (laughs) (laughs) in the first episode. And still months later, even after following Nellie on Instagram, I still am finding myself seeing Kitty occasionally. Well. I'll get there. Have a fab day and thanks again for your magnificent podcast, Tanya. Tanya. Jeez, that's funny. <laughs> I look nothing like Kitty. It's funny though when you get yeah, yeah. A, um, what your someone looks you like get in, your head. Yeah, in your head. Yeah, that's why yeah. the movies are hard after the book. Yes. Like this is not right. And it's for the same reason it's really weird when you meet um, radio personalities. Oh, so weird. If you've, Especially if you've had them in your pre-socials. Pre-socials. When you've had them in your ears. Oh, like I remember the first time I saw. So there was a big Melbourne radio duo forever and ever and ever called Grubby and Dee. Yes. First time I saw him, I was like, you do yeah. not look like that. Yeah. Not at all. You don't look like a Grubby. No. Yeah. 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 Anyway. That's right. Well, I don't look anything like Kitty Flanagan. Weirdly, I have been asked multiple times. Well, there's two people I get mistaken for. One is Tanya Plibersek. Yes. Um, admittedly, when I was lighter. I reckon 15 kilos ago. And easy, your hair and was I had blonder. Hair. Yeah. Um, and the other one, which is really weird, but has happened multiple times, including from her own family, is Fiona O'Loughlin. Oh, and if you see a picture yeah, of me yeah, with no, dark can, hair, yeah, 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 I can see. Like, Fiona yeah. would be seriously, and I'm not exaggerating, forty kilos lighter than me. Yeah, a foot shorter, <laughs> and about ten years older at least. Yeah, but weirdly, I can see it. Yeah, like we do look kind of yeah, related. Yeah, you do. You look related. If someone yeah, said yeah. you were sisters or cousins, yeah. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. But to the point, I remember being in a gig where someone's like, you know, you're that lady with the five kids from Alice Springs. I'm like, no, I'm no, not. I'm really not. She's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't have any children. I don't like at that. And point. I'm not from Western Australia. Yeah, I know. Amazing. So, there you go. Mm. All right. Oh, our favourite. Time for some listener calls. Our first call is Petrol J. Petrol J. Right? You remember Petrol J who put the the guy put the petrol in the car and she oh, burst yes, into yes, tears? Oh, yes, 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 Petrol J. Update. Okay, let's go. Hello, ladies. Hello. It's Jay here from episode 16. I was the listener who had the low bar dating oh, experience we remember. where I oh. got a really uncomfortably yeah. big thrill when my yes. uh, person yes. I was dating <laughs> went and filled up the car tank with petrol. Yep. Uh, you asked for an update, but I'm afraid it's not really good news. Right. Right. Update, update. He was mm. in many ways a, a very functional man, which was <laughs> unusual for me in my relationship history. Oh, uh, the problem functional. was that uh, in other ways he was 
not a great person and I was so easily thrilled I had such a low bar it actually kept me involved with him for a few months longer than I probably Mm. should have been Mm. Mm. so it was a bit of a two-edged sword Mm. but on to important things Mm. I've been doing catching up listening to Mm. your fabulous podcast Mm. which I like to save up for when I've got really really boring jobs to do and you you keep me company I get that and uh, and I've been listening to it, the, the Kelly vibrator idea. Now, look, ladies, when you design your own uh, merchandise vibrator, can I please make a request? Sure. This is a serious problem for all of our single mums out there. Oh, too loud. When you have a vibrator, could you please make it so that when it's recharging, it doesn't have a great big red glowing, glowing light yes. Yes. on and off, please. Right, right. Yes. I've got kids. Yes. There are some questions that I just don't, don't want to answer. Yeah, right I've got you. Yeah. And having something that looks yeah. like a pulsing Christmas tree light uh, tucked <laughs> away in my bedroom near the pillow, it's not good. It's not okay. So when Kelly the vibrator comes out, yeah. please, oh. something subtle, something that looks really boring so we don't yes. get questions that I'm just not ready to answer yeah. right now. And frankly, my children probably don't want to know. Thanks. Love it. Bye. What could we make it look like? Mum, what is that low battery signal? Yeah. What's that thing? Um, I'm going to think about this. Not I that we're inventing it, but something no, that doesn't look like a vibrator, but it is, would be cool. Well, I reckon that we, haven't we discussed this? The wand looks like a microphone. Yes, that's right. there's been many right. a mishap yes, with that. Yes, yes, yes. But she's right. The amount of issues that I've heard people talk about, especially the noise. Oh, the noise. And that light flashing on But how on can off. it not have – I mean, electric toothbrush has a noise. If they can send Elon Musk to Mars – Okay, okay. <laughs> they can make a bloody quiet stimulator. Oh. oh, my God. So the low bar – look, you knew it was a low bar. Yeah, you so did. So that's not a bad – No, it's not. not a bad story. I still think it's a really, really, really good story. I think it's a great story. I think we have all been there. And if someone does something for us – Yep. Oh. Yeah, but you knew you had enough insight yeah. to ring in and kind of go, oh, my God, cop a load of me. I'm crying. He only put petrol yes, in the car. Yes, that's you right. You knew it wasn't enough. Yeah, you did. You knew it was a low bar. But it's a bar that none of us know anything higher. Yeah. Oh, not none of us, sorry. A lot yeah. of us don't. So yeah. we're like, this is awesome. And then you got to know him. It wasn't for you. Off you fuck. Off you fuck. Next, mate. And you know now that the bar has to be higher. Correct. And you can expect petrol to be put in the car cage. And I reckon now that she, let's say he did that and a few other nice things, mm. the next bloke she dates, she'll expect that and a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. And that's, then that and yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll I think there. you're being too hard on yourself. Mm, I reckon way it's too perfectly hard. reasonable. Yep, same. You didn't marry him. You didn't you marry him. You caught it. Yeah. It's you all did. right. Look, I'm back in my mind to sex toys. <laughs> How funny would it be? We're not doing a sex No, story. like if we could have like the very hungry caterpillar, right? So it looks a bit On like Tuesday. a kid's toy. Oh, no. A little bit. But then it also is a hungry caterpillar. Oh my God. Then you'll come home and you'll find a bloody toddler uh, playing with your vibrator. But they don't know. With one of their friends. Surely you clean them. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I've got a migraine coming on. If anyone thinks that's a good idea, <laughs> Let me email know. Kate directly. Email me because, yeah, we'll do it. You want to um, – I don't know if you – do we need to? Because remember you be were saying the, the yeah. Mia Freeman thing yeah, I, where she I just was like, this is what go I've for got. it. Yeah. But I don't think anyone wants to see or hear. No, I don't think that's so. The, well, it it's, can be private time. 
private time. It can be private time, so you don't What's really your want... What's approach? You put a lock on the door. Yeah, Sit with right. your back to the door. <laughs> You're not coming in! <laughs> well, I did see a funny TikTok where this husband's, like, leaving his room and he's, like, leaving feeling my wife satisfied and then he just hears... And he's like, oh, I hope she's cleaning her teeth. <laughs> Why do you uh, hope that? Yeah, that's right, because you know you didn't satisfy Both it. of you get involved. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Go like, back in. We've actually got to stop looking at that as a failure. No, it's not a failure. Like, there's plenty. Too much pressure. Let's be honest. Plenty of women require oh. extra assistance. Yes, I think like 97%. Which is not a slight no. on their partner. Not at all. That, yeah, no, no, get, no. Get, get involved, mate. Get involved. Get hold of that jackhammer. Yeah, that's right. Kelly the jackhammer. Buzz and Woody. Hey, Callie. Long time listener <laughs> and fourth time contactor by some means. I'm not mad. I haven't heard my name on a podcast yet. Oh. It's Kiara, by the Hi. way. Okay. Kiara. Hello, Kiara. Uh, I know you're very busy and inundated with messages. I'm truly not mad. Kiara. <laughs> she doesn't anyway, protest too I found much. out about the trait I never knew I didn't want in a partner today that I had to share with you. Yeah. I saw a profile on Tinder where the gentleman advised in a way that indicated he thought it a particularly desirable skill to possess, that oh he could touch his nose with his tongue. Oh. Now, I spoke to a girlfriend about this and she said I was wrong to be grossed out by it. No, you're not. Imagine what he could do to your you-know-what when he goes down you-know-where, she said. But... All I had going through my mind was his tongue gently rimming his nostrils yes, not. before he kissed me deeply and passionately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crunchy, chunky, no. Nope, I'm out. Yeah. So oh, I just wanted to say ick. to all of the that's single life ick. of us male fan that base, is an actively dating and seeking a partner, please think twice about advertising a long tongue by saying you can touch your nose. <laughs> Maybe just say you have a long tongue, but reassure us Why it goes in no way near your nose and you're willing for it to be used to provide us purely with pleasure and no chunky grossness. Oh my gosh. Um, actually, I've talked myself well and truly out of a long tongue demand. <laughs> yes, I don't think. Never mind. Just... Love the podcast. <laughs> Kiara. Kiara. <laughs> my first question, Kate, is is it hard to say Kiara? Kiara. I, people must call her Kira. Kira. Yeah, I reckon. But it's spelled with Kiara. an A. I know. But look, my name's Kate. And people get it wrong. So, yeah. you know, what hope have you got if you're a Kiara? So, Kiara. anyway, we that I think just we've got it right. was bizarre to me. It's like, Kiara's not that weird of a name. No, but you're you're all right at English. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kiara. Okay. I, yeah. All right, well, Kiara. I back you on that. Jeez, it didn't even occur to me that there'd, there'd be a boogie situation. Oh, straight away. First Is that what you thought? Yes, disgusting. <laughs> I have a, a person in my life previously who could do that and um, was very proud of it. Right. But it's not sexy. Yeah. It's not sexy watching your tongue slowly come out of your mouth and up to your up nose. To, no. no. But no. don't they just tell you they can do it or do they actually show no, you? No, they show you. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a party trick. <laughs> I say no. I can turn my eyelids inside out. Wow. Yeah, it's also not sexy. Hot, but it's a bloody good party trick. I can kill my it tongue. It hurts for a while. It would after. hurt, yeah. Burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm always, you know, we've discussed this before. The worst example was Dr. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. That we pre, I can't remember how many episodes ago, calling yourself that. I think sort of advertising your sexual prowess, it has the opposite effect on me. I think so too. I just think 
You're, you're telling you're me too much. Yeah, it's same. And if your tongue is two millimetres longer than someone else's, oh, big so deal. What? Big deal, mate. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a joke and cliche, but yeah. do you know what to do with it? Like no, that's, that's Well, you don't put it up noses. I just, it wouldn't even occur to me that that was a positive thing to no. advertise. Maybe if you're on like kink sites or sex oh, different sites yes. and you're looking for a particular yes, thing. Yes, go hard. But if you're on a general, like a Bumble, <laughs> a Tinder or whatever... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I it, do know. I don't like it. Yeah. But that's just me. Wouldn't it's, if it's not something that would attract look, me. Look, if your tongue nose guy and it's getting you heaps yeah. of hits, let us know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I don't think I've had a best date ever. I haven't actually dated very much at all. Um, I've been in a few monogamous relationships and I've avoided the dating life. So my answer would have to be, what I would want it to be and I think the best date for me would be it sounds really weird but a swimming pool date in a nice really nice pool with great seafood (laughs) and someone who I could talk to about anything and all of a sudden you realize that it's like five in the morning Mm. you know those kind of dates Mm. or um, yeah, that, that, that would be it for me, um, where the hours just while away because you've just enjoyed yourself so much. Oh, so that's the beautiful Evie Jones. It is the beautiful Evie Jones. Now, some of you will remember Evie from Gogglebox, yep. where she was one half of Evie and Angie. Yes. Um, they have a fabulous podcast themselves. She's on the telly. She's oh, on the radio. Yeah. I mean, she's everywhere. She's got chickstery. She's got chickstery. Yep. Single lady about town. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> the yep. first thing I note about that is 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, the date for me would have to start at nine in the morning. Listeners Finish won't at know 5 this. PM. Kate knows this. I go to bed at nine o'clock. Right for a date, I'd probably push it to ten. Yeah, she. Right, but five a.m. I mean, I get the, the, the you gist. want the natural rapport. Yeah, but isn't it amazing when you look? It doesn't matter who you're talking to, and you look at your phone. You're like, oh, it's nine thirty, and then you look back and it's eleven, and you're yes. like, I have been yes. lost in this time. Yeah, and I think with mobile phones and children and yeah. finances, it's really hard to get lost. It is really hard so to get I lost. So I really appreciate that dream date. That kind of sense. being in a swimming pool. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm going, well, let's first of all acknowledge, I think Evie started by basically saying she's not dating. Yes. And just because you're single and over 40 doesn't mean you are dating. No, well, I'm you're not dating. You're not dating. Nope. I am dating. Yep. I didn't date for a long time though. Yep. Yep. So there's plenty of people. It's not about encouraging you to date. No. It's about if you feel like dating, yeah. do it. Evie doesn't want to. No. And that's perfectly fine. Oh. The idea as a fat lady about town yeah. of having a date involving bathers. Like I'm body positive, mate. <laughs> I, I am, am body, body positive, too. positive But I am not going on no date with my bathers on. But I think even your um, people who have what I would say a traditional good body, they've got issues about going oh, into a pool on their date. So I love her. Oh, this I is am the dream. all about it. I want to be in a pool and I want to have really good seafood. Look, I, it does take me to a, like a barley holiday. Yeah, I think it does too. You know, where you're sitting in warm water, yeah. you're having good conversation, you're eating food you like, you're drinking, you turn yeah. around, you go, oh, my God, it's the next day. Yeah. It's not Melbourne that in July. That does sound like a great date. Yeah, it does. The only thing I would say as someone who is actively dating, fuck, mate, that's a long time. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you do get stuck with someone that you don't like, which can happen on dating because you've of never course, met. Of course, that's right. So if you get stuck, like I know other advice columnists kind of go, you know, meet for a quick walk. Yes, meet for yes. One drink, do a 10 minute kind of coffee and go, have something that you need to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally don't do that because I reckon you, I, for me, I need like an hour at least. Yeah. Because someone might be really nervous and come across shit. Yeah. And half an hour in, they're great. Yeah, it's not a job interview. But I also can see if you're dating a lot. Yes, yes. You haven't got that kind of time. No, no. To sit around at five (laughs) in the morning. But I love the vision. I love it too. we absolutely encourage, we would love to hear any listeners let us know dates you've been on. Yep. um, Dates dates you want to go on. to go on. Yep. Um, especially if they're interesting and creative like that. So thank you, yeah, Evie. Thank you. And um, should we do one more? Yeah, let's do call? one more. So when we're talking about Evie's best date, dream date, yeah, let's let's yin and let's, yang that. Let's <laughs> flip that shit because I know there's anyone who's listening who's dating like me going, oh, that's not what dates are like. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's hear, oh, darling Evie, let's hear about your worst date ever. My worst date ever, I can definitely tell you about that. Um, (laughs) I was seeing a guy when I was living overseas and we caught up again, like maybe five years later and I'd gained a lot of weight. Oh, I knew the way this We went out and I thought we were having a really good time and then we had a few drinks. We're at an Indian restaurant Mm. um, when he just decided across the table to tell me, um, no, to ask me, why I looked the way I did now and <gasps> no. why I didn't just go for a run. Oh. And the worst part was I was in such, you know, um, internalised misogyny, mm, patriarchal, mm, mm. you know, toxic masculinity, yep. um, self-worth, mm. let worthlessness mm. that I actually finished the date and oh, kissed him afterwards. Oh. Worst date ever. Um Worst date ever. Oh, yeah. what a cock snap. Well, absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, again, it doesn't matter how empowered, body mm-mm, positive, mm-mm. you know, older, worked through your shit, yeah. paid millions no, of dollars it doesn't in matter. therapy. No. Someone says to you, why are you fat? Yeah, why don't you go for a run? That's going to hurt your feelings. Yeah, that's right. Fuck that guy. And especially if you've had a few drinks and you're getting yeah. along really well. Like if it's not no excuse, but if you can tell from the minute they've met you that, yeah. you know. Yeah, fuck him. Oh, my God. And also, why did he stay in the date yes. and then kiss her after yeah. if he had a problem with how she looked? Like, you like what you like. If yeah, you no, don't want to date yeah, 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 yeah. someone my size, no to. worries, mate. No. Don't date me. Yeah, that's right. Easy. You know, I've Easy. got other options. Yep. <laughs> Evie's certainly got other oh, options. she certainly She's does. beautiful. Stunning. Yep. Oh, that is fucked. I mean, come on. Do we even need to say rule number one? Just exit gracefully. If you meet someone and you go, you're not my type physically yeah. or I don't like your vibe, whatever it is, thank you very much. I've had a lovely time. See you later. But if you've had three or four hours chatting, maybe you could be awesome friends with that person. Totally. You know? Totally. It may change your life to stay in a relationship it with might. that person on some level. You don't have to be a prick. What a dick move. Oh, sorry, on. Evie. So, yeah, I'm sorry. We're all enraged for you. Yes, we Outraged. are enraged and hopefully we're learning. Yep. If there are, I cannot look... Come at me if you like. I can't imagine a woman doing that. So I'm going to say, dudes listening, yep. don't ever comment on no. someone's appearance. Never, never, never. Ever. I had a friend who had been through a lot 
a lot, 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 years of IVF, years, mm. and saw someone from high school. And I didn't even know people our age knew this phrase. And he said to her, you've been in a good paddock. Oh, yeah. No, I've had family members say that yeah, to me. Family, yeah, horrible members, but like yeah. A, a, yeah. a person your own age. And yeah. she had been through so much. So much. Her body yeah. had been through so much. And when you talk to her about all that trauma and yeah. the days of crying, she remembers That's that comment. she remembers. Right? And I must qualify by saying I can imagine women saying that to each other. Just not a woman saying that on a date. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I've had women say that oh, to me definitely. as well. My, I mean, I'm Oprah. You know, my I am Oprah. I'm more Oprah than you. <laughs> you get a kilo, you get a kilo. <laughs> I can lose and gain 20 kilos oh, in a year. Oh, easy. I love you know? it. I but love doing that. I point it out, I will say, and this is nothing to do with what Evie just said, but one thing I'm really clear on, particularly because I'm doing online dating, mm. I have current photos yes, yes, at yes. my current weight. Yes, yes, absolutely. Right? Because I don't want to be in that no, situation. No, 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 absolutely not. And it's false advertising, you know, yeah. more cushion for the pushing. You need to know that's what you've got. <laughs> you're either into this jelly yeah, or you not. are not. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Moles, it's time for brand new listener calls for the Best Of series. They are hot off the press and you've never heard them before. Thanks, Moles. You're the best. Chuck out the rest. Enjoy our listener wisdom. Hi, Nellie and Kate. Currently procrastinating signing up to a dating app. Funny story for um, years ago, um, I've been divorced now for five years and just after the divorce came through, I went to a bedding store locally um, to get a new mattress ironic anyway um while i was there i spoke to the 12 year old sales assistant who very kindly showed me around the store and asked um my marital status unusually um and i said i was single clearly in my late 40s early 50s um anyway and he goes oh look i'd recommend this um mattress but you know it's probably not um, you don't need it. It's cheaper. Um, you know, it hasn't got the balancing, but if there's only one in the bed, that's all you need. Um, and then he progressed to show me another mattress that was more expensive, that was way more comfortable. So to cut a long story short, I ended up leaving quite disgruntled, um, having liked the second one, but felt like he was, you know, just shaming me into single life forever. Um, anyway, to cut a long story short, I went back and bought the expensive mattress and I now call it the mattress of hope. Hopefully, um, when I get around to getting on a dating app, um, you know, the mattress of hope can be used. Anyway, I just thought I'd share my funny story. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. It's an excellent podcast and giving me strength to get back onto the dating apps. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Nellie and Kate. Charney here. Came as a pea and stayed for the lols of the moles. And a lol I get every week is listening to your awesome theme song. I sang it wrong the first time when I was just singing along. I sang it wrong the first time and now I can't stop doing it wrong even though I tell myself not to. So sorry, Nelly, you're going to hate this, but Kate, you might love it. At the end of the song where it comes down, Nelly and Kate, I say, gonna masturbate the single life of us. Do-do-do. Every time. Lol. Anyway, I'm leaving this speak pipe because I um, have some green flags. I'll try and be quick. 
I am currently with the same person who I met when I was 19, it's 28 years ago, and it's because of these green flags that we are still together. And yes, I was 19, I felt way too young at the time. I was first year uni, loving life, feeling like an adult, met him and went, oh, he's a keeper, isn't he? Oh, let's see how this goes. Then about six weeks in, we're sitting next to each other and he turned to me and he said, I love you. Now, this is not the green flag because then I turned to him and went, no, you don't. He's like, what? And I said, you like me, you find, you think I'm nice, you like my personality and you think I'm attractive. That's not love. You don't know me well enough for that. I was a bit silent after that. We changed the subject. And then a week later, I saw him again. Here comes the green flag. He said, I was thinking about what you said. Oh, and, um, and then he said, and you were right. Well, double green flag right there. I tell you, I, Ironically enough, I think that's the moment I fell pretty hard. Yes, just thought about what I said and said I was right. <laughs> um, that has been a pattern of our relationship through the whole time as well. So it's someone who I can talk to and reflect and we can learn and grow together. And that's how I've managed to keep the 28 years. But the other green flag is that after about three years together, we're having some problems and I just went, okay, either we go to counselling or we break up. I, I'm not qualified for this. Next day, he booked counselling for us. And it was, I was going to say life-changing, but really relationship-changing because it really opened our eyes to patterns that we were developing that weren't healthy. We went back to counselling many times over the years and especially the first 10 years, that was before we had children. So by the time we had kids, we were rock-solid. So, yeah, just wanted to share those green flags. Hope it's helpful. And I look forward to more podcasts. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hey moles, it's me, Nelly. And me, Kate. Okay, you need to pull up a chair. We have some huge news. We have decided that for now, the single life of us is taking a break. But like all good breaks, it's us, not you. I mean, not a Ross and Rachel break, but we're going to draw breath and work on some other projects. So yep, this means an indefinite break from the podcast. Hear us out. We have loved it and you. So much, but our lives have changed. I have a permanent part-timer. And guess what, lovely single life of us listeners, I have met someone too. Yep, I'm off the shelf. I have loved every minute of spending so much of my single life with you all, but I'm definitely not single anymore. And you can all roll your eyes at me because we met over a lunch Nelly organised, not a dating app in sight. So that means neither of us are now single. The not-so-single life of us doesn't have the same ring to it. For this and other work-life reasons, we think leaving our beautiful podcast at season one, at least for now, is the best thing for both of us. One thing we've really tried to stress in the podcast is how important it is to do what's right for you 
this is right for us and we know you'll miss us. We'll miss you too, but we hope we have your blessing. Both of us would love to stay connected to you. You can find us in the show notes. My main Instagram is podbarkate and you can find me through the two Ps as always. We have done over 250 episodes if you miss my voice and we add new ones each week. We'll keep the social media feeds and website live until the last episode just before Christmas and then Faye and I will take them over for new projects. Kate's Meme Vember is also in full force and I'm on Insta and Facebook at Nellie Thomas Comedian. I've done a couple of podcasts before and you can find them at nellythomas.com. And big news, I'm planning a new podcast in the new year. We'll drop a sample episode here and it's ready. Moles, we know some of you will be very sad. We're sorry. And you never know, we may get the old band back together in the future. But for now, this is our path. We go in love and peace and wish each other and you all the very best. We'll be cheering each other on as we follow this fork in the road. Special thanks to Acast producer Faye Younger and sound engineers Josh and Sam Peterson. And mostly to you. The podcast has always been about you. We are eternally grateful. Stay in touch, Moles. We'll always love you. Hopefully you manage to avoid dating profiles with fish in them and your coven is strong. Off your fuck. Yep, off your fuck for now. So that's the end of The Single Life of Us for now. You can find Kate at 2Ps and keep listening for Nellie's exciting news about her podcast. Find both wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster, and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nelly, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. The